you are a man, when you can recognize the flaws in yourself that were created by circumstances that are outside of your control, then take personal responsibility for those flaws as your own and work on fixing them yourself. Welcome to the Restoring Manhood podcast. My name is Troy Beyer, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the statement or a statement that I made in my first podcast last week about when you become a man. And also I'm going to dig in a little bit to the in God's name giddy up thing that I've been putting at the end of all of my Instagram and Facebook posts and at the end of some of the articles I've written over on our website. So by the way, if you're looking for us on Instagram, we are at Restoring Manhood. If you're looking for us on Facebook, the same, we are Restoring Manhood on Facebook. And if you are looking for our website, it is www.restoringmanhood.net. And um, at the .net address, you can sign up for our newsletter. We're getting ready to launch a uh, hopefully daily newsletter where we do we'll be sending out the same thing that is going out on the Instagram and the Facebook. So if you're not doing social media, which many are wisely doing nowadays with the um, current climate of social media just being such a mess and a disaster. So for those of you who are listening to this, but uh, staying away from Facebook or social media or whatever, I commend you and respect you greatly. That's awesome. And there is great wisdom in doing that. So anyway, that's how you can get access to the other uh, other stuff that we're doing for Restoring Manhood um, out here, just trying to be yet another good voice in the battle for for men, trying to help us men learn and grow together to be stronger, more able to provide for our families, protect and serve our communities and really drive this country or this city, wherever we live, our families to a better place than we were yesterday. Uh, really, that really should be a goal of all of us is to make ourselves better each and every day, that there is never a point where we have arrived because if you have arrived, you've stopped learning and you've stopped growing. And personally, I never want to stop learning and growing until the day that they put me in a hole or sprinkle my ashes over a shark infested waters or something like that. <laughs> That's when I'll stop learning. Um, at that point, I'll be in heaven and uh, everything will be good. But get on a rabbit trail. So to talk about what it means to be a man and the statement I made last week. So the statement I made last week was uh, something to the effect of you are a man when you can recognize the flaws in yourself that were created by circumstances that are outside of your control, then take personal responsibility for those flaws as your own and work on fixing them yourself. Now, where that comes from for me, my personal experience, is you got a little bit of it in the last podcast, um, kind of the low hanging fruit in my life was my parents' divorce. You know, I was young, uh, 13, 14, 15 years old. And uh, I let that affect me in a lot of ways that I didn't need to. But personally, I blamed my every external factors on all of my flaws. I was a very angry kid. Um, had I let that anger be the motivating factor that pushed me forward for many, many years. And it took me a long time to realize that the external factors in my life um, that I had blamed on all of my flaws 
were actually not what caused those flaws. It was me. Those flaws were on me. And it was on me to work on fixing them to become better the next day. Uh, personally, the first thing I had to deal with was my anger. And I had to start working through grace and forgiveness. Um, that could be a whole nother podcast that I think we can go down another, another day, but, um, just for a short note in this one, men, I can tell you that one of the most powerful and freeing things that you can do in your lives is forgive anyone and everyone that has wronged you or that you feel has wronged you. Because if you do that, you are now free to move on with your life and become what you were created to be. So We'll talk about that later in a different podcast, but let's get back to the idea of taking responsibility for flaws that were created in you by an outside circumstance. So in my own life, like I said, um, that was a low hanging fruit when I was young, you know, these things happened and, um, it was rough and it was hard for me to go through. Um, and it really put some deep seated stuff in me. Um, that was a lot of doubt. Um, and anytime that something went wrong, I blamed the external factors, um, so truthfully for myself, I kind of see the moment when I grabbed hold of manhood uh, in the moment that I decided to take pers personal responsibilities for my flaws, personal responsibilities for my anger, personal responsibility for the fact that I thought I was not getting to where I wanted to go because my family wasn't what you know people I saw as families looking like. When the reality is I wasn't where I wanted to go. I wasn't happy. I wasn't content. I wasn't fulfilled. Um, I wasn't as successful in the areas that I wanted to be successful in because of my own flaws. I had relational problems. I couldn't find, you know, the right girl because of my own flaws that were in me. And the only way for me to fix them was to look in the mirror really, really hard. And so one of the things that I would recommend, or I would suggest that any of you men do is to just look in the mirror, figure out what your flaws are. We all have them and we're all going to be working on them forever and ever, first of all. Um, and then start working on fixing them, set goals to fix those flaws. Next, I suggest you take a look at successful, fulfilled, strong men around you, or that you've read about, or that you've heard about, or that you've watched succeed and take a look at what they have done to become and go where they want to go. And I will guarantee you that as you process through evaluating who these men are and how they've got to where they're at, you will realize that one of the things they don't do is blame everything around them for their failures. And I think in today's society, as I am, um, I work with youth, I talk to a lot of young men and I just see what's going on in our society, whether it's on the news or in social media or anywhere, it would seem that there is a lot of blaming going on. I am not X. I am not successful. I do not have a job. I do not get the grades in school. I do not have a, the wife I want. I am not content in my marriage. I, my kids are X, Y, and Z because they, because this, they are not whatever because of their, you know, their, my kids are not getting this and this and this because of the school that they go to and the school should be doing X, Y, and Z. When the reality is, most of those things can be solved or have been caused or both because of the individual, because of you, because of me, because of the person saying those things. Usually the person saying, I don't have blank because of this 
usually they don't have blank because they haven't put themselves in the position to get that thing, or they aren't patient enough to get what they think they want. So when talking or thinking about patience, as I've been processing through this idea of taking personal responsibility, um, it kind of brought me to a point where, you know, sometimes we want ourselves to be in a certain place in life, whether that's financially or, you know, having the right, having the right wife or um, with personal happiness or having whatever the right degree or the grades or whatever. And we have unrealistic expectations as to how long it's going to take to get there and how hard it's going to be to get there. In fact, usually when we set goals or many times when I've, I've seen girl goals or I've heard of people setting goals for themselves, you set these goals and within the goals, there is no room for hardships to fall between now and success. And so when success doesn't happen in the timeline that it's been set out, you have to either a come to the fact or come to the conclusion that it's because I didn't do what I needed to do. I didn't follow through. I didn't finish I didn't execute the way I should have, or B, you have to, bl- you get to blame somewhere else, someone else or something else. It's way easier to blame something else or someone else for your own failures than it is to look in the mirror. It's also way easier to blame someone else or something else than it is to recognize that this is just going to take a long time. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it said that most people will significantly overestimate what you can achieve in a year, but significantly underestimate what you can achieve in 10. So as you're setting goals for yourself and as you're setting up expectations as to where you think you should be or where you want to go, put two things in, in perspective. First, expect hardships to come. Just know it. It's going to happen. All great men, all great people for that matter that I know of have achieved great things through hardship. I know zero great people that have achieved great things without hardship coming at them directly. And a lot of times those that go out to achieve great things and do great things for other people or create a great organization or do all this kind of stuff receive not only hardships, but like direct attacks from those who are jealous, those who don't want them to succeed, those who think that their thing is better from competitors in a business world. I mean, if you're going to go out and try to compete and succeed in business, know that you're going to, you're going to run up against a wall because other people you're taking away someone else's success. It's a competitive world. So if you want to be successful in business, know that you better, or you better be ready to receive hardships and receive competition from others. If you're going out and you're going to get a degree, go to college get a master's, get a PhD, finish high school, get a 4.0. It's not just going to happen because you set the goal. Setting the goal gives you a place to go. But between now and the goal, know that there's going to be tons of hardship. The classes will be harder than you think. The teachers will be um, less accepting than you want them to be. The teachers will have a different idea of what success is than than you expect. I could go on and on and on. The point is, and I think you get it, that if you want to succeed, be ready for it to be really hard to get there. Right now in time at the school that I work at, we're dealing with the hardest time that anybody I know, many of the people I work with have been in in education for 
you know, 30, 40, 50 years. And none of them can remember a time in education as hard as it is right now. And this is the moment where a lot of those educators that I've talked to have come to the place where they're just like, you know what? We say and we teach to our students that hardship comes. And when, when the hardships come, you push through and you continue focusing on the results and all of those things. And now it's our time to put our money where their mouth is. <laughs> and, and if we want to get to the place we want to go, we've got to make it through, make it through the fire. So know that if you're setting great goals, if you want to get to the success, you're going to have to go through hardships and accept those hardships. Also, set the right goals with the right timelines. You can set a goal for something to happen this year, but know that it's possible that it's going to take two. Also know that when you've reached that goal and you've got to where you want it to go, it will feel like it took less time than it did because you'll be so stoked that that goal is achieved. Then you'll get to set another one. So circling back to the idea that a man is a man once he can recognize his own flaws and the flaws that were creating and created in him by circumstances outside of his control and taking control or taking personal responsibility for those flaws because they are now personal to him. They're his flaws and taking responsibility for fixing those flaws. Know that the process of fixing those flaws is not an easy process. Know that sometimes it takes a little bit longer than you want it to take. Know that when you set out to fix the flaws that are in yourself, you're going to face trials and hardships. Know that as you work through those flaws, as you take personal responsibility for those flaws, it's going to be hard simply from the aspect of you have no one else to blame. This is me. I am me because I am me because of me. But know that you can make it through it. Find someone that you know that you're close to that you can talk through this stuff. One of the things that has been the most valuable thing or one of the things that has been very valuable in my process of working through my own flaws, the flaws that started potentially because of something that wasn't my fault, I found great value in finding mentors that I could talk through my flaws and talk through, well, how did you work through this? How did you deal with this? How, how do you think I should deal with this? What should I be processing? Also know that having a good mentor, having someone that you trust and talk to that will, that will hold you up, hold you to a higher standard than you hold yourself. It's another podcast. A true friend is a friend who holds you to a higher standard than you hold yourself. Know that that friend that will hold you to a higher standard than you hold yourself might see flaws in you that you don't see, which could be great because it'll help speed up the process of working through all your stuff that's holding you back from becoming who you want to be. But also know that those mentors will also be there for you. They'll also be there to listen, help you work through it, help you see solutions. It can kind of help you get through there. So I highly suggest that if you are looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing a bunch of flaws that are now your own and you're the one that's got to fix them, that finding a mentor is a really, really valuable thing. As I wrap up, I want to say that the value 
of doing all of this, the value of taking responsibility for your own flaws and looking in the mirror and dealing with the hardships and the toil and the time and the effort and the emotional strain and all that kind of stuff is immense. The results are your own success because once you've worked through and once you've stopped blaming everyone else or everything else for your own flaws, at that point, the sky is the limit. The bounds by which you can succeed are no longer hindered by external factors. Because if you, if we admit that everything around us is holding us down, and everything around us is controlling our success and hindering from us, us from success, then you know what? You will never succeed because there will always be something around you or something near you or something that happens to you that can stop you from becoming who you were created to be. But let me tell you this, you were created for greatness. You were created to do a job. You were created with deliberate hands for a deliberate purpose. And no matter what the outside circumstances are, no matter what the outside forces are, no matter what has happened to you or what someone did to you, you were still created for that purpose. And once you take personal responsibility for fixing the flaws that are in you and you start working through them, you then no longer have the excuse or you no longer have the boat anchor of external forces holding you down. At that point, you are not only a man, but you're free. You are able to succeed on a level that is otherwise unattainable. I know for myself that had I never taken personal responsibility for my own flaws, had I not looked out or seeked out a mentor and let him just tell me all the flaws that I had and then dealt with it, I would never be able to have gotten where I've gotten. And I don't see myself as the most successful person in the world, but honestly, I'm very content where I'm at. I'm happy where I'm at. And I'm so thankful that I had men around me to tell me that I need to stop blaming everything around me. I had men in my life that said, look, Troy, you need to stop blaming everything around you. When are you going to stop, you know, blaming it on bad girlfriends? When are you going to stop blaming it on, you know, something that happened to you 10 years ago? When are you going to stop blaming this on, you know, not having enough of X, Y, or Z, whatever. I had men in my life that didn't let me get away with blaming other things than myself for my own failures. So this is me telling you, you can't continue blaming everything around you for your own failures, but you can succeed beyond measure, which leads me to my next point, And that is to unpack the whole in God's name, giddy up thing, <laughs> because to be honest, I'm not a horse guy. I've ridden horses a handful of times in my life. Um, I'm not a farmer and giddy up doesn't really make a lot of sense for me. In fact, my brother-in-law uh, kind of made fun of me. He goes, seriously, in God's name, giddy up, like that's your deal. <laughs> so here's the, here's the story. My great, 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 great grandfather immigrated to the United States. And when he immigrated here, he was a farmer and he was also a preacher. And so he would write letters and wrote letters to different family members, to his wife. And in every single one of the letters that he wrote, he finished his letter with, in God's name, giddy up. And what that means to me and what it means when I use it to, to finish a statement that I make, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or right now, when I end this podcast cast in God's name, giddy up. What I mean by that for you is that you were created with deliberate hands. You were created with a purpose. 
You were created in God's name. Therefore, as a man, as you take responsibility for your own life and your own actions, go out in God's name and giddy up. <laughs>